But uh, we'll be back for another couple of weeks. Uh, Zach Bear and I will be here uh, until the 13th. Those will be the last DSRs of the semester. But uh, I'll leave you now with a good night and a go blue. And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have half a mind To leave you, babe That means I have half a mind To stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture and events going on around town, and sometimes it's food for the eyes, if that makes any sense for a radio show. But uh, this will all make sense in mere moments. I am joined in the studio by Donald Harrison. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be here, Mike. Good to see you. And Donald Harrison, uh, you have been in the past an executive director of the Ann Arbor Film Festival. That is correct. And now you're doing something tinier. Talk a little bit about that. Yes, Micro Cinema. I'm launching uh, something called Fuse. And uh, it was very much um, an outgrowth of the Awesome Foundation. I got a grant last year uh, to buy a projector and said that I would start doing micro cinema screenings uh, if I got this grant. And so it was a great opportunity for me to start doing something that is um, been an interest of mine for a long time. Obviously, you know, the film festival screening movies at a beautiful large theater for large audiences. And this is an opportunity to do it on a much more intimate level and to experiment with some of the um, the ideas that I had, which wouldn't have made sense, wouldn't have necessarily been practical or successful uh, within the film festival context. And to be able to have a space where it's more small or intimate, you can try things out and sort of experiment and, and have a lot of fun with the model of what it means to screen movies and watch them together. Okay. And uh, the uh, the Awesome Foundation has been giving awards of $1,000 over the last few years to uh, folks doing creative and interesting things in the area. And so that enabled you to buy a projector. That's cool. It is cool. It's, uh, you know, they're, they're very upfront about it. You know, it's Awesome Foundation and it's an awesome thing. They there look for projects that they think are going to make an impact in their community. And uh, so hopefully this is one of those starting uh, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, in fact, you're going to have an event at Roos Roast, R-O-O-S, if you haven't seen that word on bags of coffee around town, Roos Roast at their home coffee place on, uh, let me get that address right here, that's 1155 Rosewood Street, it's between Industrial and Packard on Rosewood Street, and that's going to be tomorrow starting at 6, right? Yeah, doors open at 6 o'clock. Uh, we're going to have something called the Puppetron running for the first part of the evening and a lot of mingling. Uh, there's going to be, you know, it's a cafe, so there's going to be, uh, you know, coffee and tea and things like that. And then we're going to really start our program, the interactive, the screening participation portion of the program uh, right around 8 o'clock. Very cool. We'll talk a little more in detail about that in just a moment. But uh, I was intrigued by the term micro cinema itself, I think. I was just, Wikipedia, the authority on all things, uh, says that it was first coined in 1994 by Rebecca Barton and David Sherman, founders of San Francisco's Total Mobile Home Micro Cinema, where all the films are underground because they're shown in the basement. 
and the founder said he envisioned an alternative movement sort of like a cinematic microbrewery. I like that. Yeah, they, they've uh, been longtime film festival uh, filmmakers. David David oh, okay. came in a few years ago uh, for the Ann Arbor Film Festival. And so there's a connection uh, with them. I, you know, I'd kind of forgotten that they were the, the you know, sort of originators of that term. But yeah, it's definitely an outgrowth of the 90s. And, you know, it's um, very much akin to the alternative music scene, uh, the alternative cinema movement, independent film movement. And... You know, I think with a lot of same same with music, you've got a lot of bands where you really miss that small, intimate venue where you're going to be able to really hear the music and really connect with the audience. And I think for filmmakers, there's there's a an even further disconnect between you and your audience. You're not performing your movies live for the most part. There mm-hmm. are exceptions to that, right? But to be in a micro cinema, it does give you an opportunity for more access, for more interaction, and to sort of have that closer experience with the people watching the movie, especially if you're able to be there. And we're going to have several of the filmmakers there uh, Friday. Cool. And you had another experience with this uh, last year where you kind of, was it a trial run, a test run kind of a thing? It was. We we did a, another test run uh, at, well, we, we did this at Roos Rose to sort of see how that space would work. And, you know, I was expecting maybe 20 or 30 people. I mean, micro cinema, you might, you might have 10 people. And we ended up having about 50 people, which was um, great, but it also meant that we had to really make sure we had enough seating and Mm -hmm. and be able to, to handle that, that size. And at this point, I think we'll be able to handle at least 50, if not maybe 60, 70 people. Uh, We're going to bring in some extra seating and really working on the technical side of it. And that's one of the things when you go into these alternative spaces, it's not a movie theater. This is the back of a cafe where there's coffee being roasted and there's a wood burning stove and there's you know high ceilings and it's a bit of a warehouse feel, but we really wanna make sure that we have the technical side of it worked out. And so that's what we're doing this week is making sure the projector is gonna be hanging from the ceiling so it's not in the way of certain audience oh, members right, yeah. and, you know, make sure the sound system is, is up to par and all that. Cause you want to have a, a good viewing experience. Um, even though you're not at, you know, one of the big multiplex, you know, tricked out theaters. Right. And, um, if, if you haven't been to Roos Roast, uh, lately, they did actually get even bigger than they were before. They were, uh, wonderfully tiny and now they're, they're nicely cozy. They're a little, they've become bigger in the last six months. So they opened up a larger part of the place. Yes, there is a, a video that I made uh, as John and his friends were knocking out the wall and expanding. Uh, a grander opening is what it oh, is okay. entitled. And yeah, it was actually kind of fun to see that process take place. And, you know, I, I also um, do film and video and I, I have a studio space there in the building. So I'm there quite a bit. So for me, it's a, a very it's natural. The same building? The same? same building. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm tucked away in a little corner. Oh, okay. And it's also kind of cool, I think, that you're linking up with uh, John Roos and Roos Roast because just describing micro cinemas being like a microbrewery, I mean, micro roasters, if you want to use that word, I don't know if that's a real word officially, but uh, John Roos is somebody who uh, for quite a while there was delivering all of the coffee, which he uh, roasted himself by bicycle, specially built bicycle. So talk about bringing it to the people. Yeah, no, uh, it's uh, it's a great fit. I mean, I think of Roos Roast as the most bohemian place in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, we, we've joked it's the most Portland-like <laughs> place uh, in Ann Arbor as well. 
and so yeah, I mean, I, John's John's very interested in um, community. Uh, I think draws a, a really interesting cross section of town, and it's a natural fit for this kind of thing to happen there. Uh, it's also uh, another component to this event is that each one of these events I have a co-host. So, you know, even though this is my series that I started, I'm very much. N- interested in collaborating with others and getting ideas and influences from other people. And so for tomorrow night, uh, Jen Proctor, who is a filmmaker, video artist, and also teaches film at U of M Dearborn, is co-hosting it with me. And one of her interests, which you know merged nicely with mine, is interactivity. And so mm. we're really exploring ideas of interactivity with film and video. And normally you go to movies and you sit down very passively, there's going to be opportunities for people to engage with what they're seeing and even help decide what they're going to see and when. Oh boy. That sounds like fun. That's going to be tomorrow night at Roos Roast, which is at 1155 Rosewood Street in Ann Arbor. Rosewood is between Industrial and Packard, so it's not far from Industrial. A little off the beaten path, but just a little bit. Yep. It's just uh, down the road from Colonial Lanes or the Reuse Recycle Center. Those are a couple of well-known landmarks. Well, let's talk in just a moment about some of the specifics of what's going to happen tomorrow. In the meantime, I have it on authority, at least on a piece of paper, that there will be coffee, tea, pastries, and popcorn, at least from the 6 to 8 p.m. part of the show. And if it is buttered popcorn, then this song would be very appropriate. We're going to hear this particular song. This is kind of micro Supremes, alternative Supremes, if you want. This is the Supremes, but not with Diana Ross singing. This is with uh, Florence Ballard singing, and she sings about uh, buttered popcorn. It goes like this. Hi, it's Mike, and this is Pandora. That was a little bit of micro cinema for your ears there. Let's try this one.
you know what he needs? Don't you know what he wants? He needs micro cinema, but he also needs buttered popcorn. That's the Supremes with vocal by Florence Ballard. Buttered popcorn, one of the very early singles and uh, one of the very early songs they did before Diana Ross became the main lead singer. So it's Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm here with Donald Harrison. Hi, Donald. Hi, Mike. Donald is doing Fuse Micro Cinema. Now, is Fuse the name of your general project and Micro Cinema is a part of that? How does that work? Uh, That's the name of the series. And, uh, you know, the concept was Fuse Mobile Micro Cinema. And the first two that I've done are at Roost Roast, and we've sort of been building out a space that's going to be more plug-and-play, easier to host these kinds of things there. So we've gotten a screen donated, and we're going to be installing a mount for the ceiling and for the projector. But there's going to be other venues and other places. Uh, There's going to be likely a summer edition in Ypsilanti. Oh, wow. Um, Animator, artist, filmmaker Martin Thoburn is going to co-host that one with me. And so it's going to be an animation focus for that one because that's his interest. And, um, you know, for me, again, we get to go in different directions depending on who the co-host is. And, you know, we're going to try and do that outside somewhere in Ypsilanti. So stay tuned. That would be wonderful. So your event tomorrow at Roos Roast, uh, we were talking a little bit about that. But let's talk some specifics about uh, what exactly is going to be there. It's going to start with... uh, the Puppetron. I'm not sure if I've seen a Puppetron before, but it's an inter- interactive video installation. This, this is a, yes, this is a, a installation that was created for Full Moon uh, here in Ann Arbor a few weeks ago. And unfortunately, the weather wasn't so great. It was pretty bad weather. We had sleet, we had hail, we had high winds. Yeah. And so not as many people got to see it as uh, we would have liked. And I have, I'm part of a crew, there's five of us, uh, that do interactive video art installations. And this is using the Kinect, uh, Xbox Kinect. And so you basically can stand in front of this and turn into a giant puppet and interact in a luminous <laughs> digital landscape. And uh, so we wanted to set it up again and let people experience it because we put many months into this and uh, it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun, fun interactive project that fit right in with the theme of the evening. Well, then there's another participatory event, participatory mashup video work. And then I see uh, this listing calls it a workout. So it's participatory, it's a mashup, it's video, it's a workout, and my head is spinning. But uh, tell me about what's going on there. Yeah, you know, what I love about this event, Mike, is that some of these things, we're going to be experiencing them and, and learning and discovering ourselves as we, we put put this on together. And so uh, this is a little bit, bit of feral, feral wild cinema. <laughs> and this it would fall into that category. So artist, filmmaker Aaron Valdez, very talented uh, artist, very great at sampling and creating mashup videos, has had some uh, viral videos over the years and his screen work and lots of film festivals. He's putting together a new piece uh, using a, well, drawing greatly from his collection of workout videotapes. And so <laughs> I think we may be invited, encouraged, I don't know if I'd say required uh, <laughs> to participate, but uh, I expect it to be um, an experience. You know, WCBN has an exercise show every summer. Did you know that? I did not know that. Well, see, it's all, it's, I think we've got a micro exercise, micro, what do we want to call this? Uh, micro aerobics cinema. Maybe we can get a Mike's, movement going. Mike's aerobics. Mike's aerobics. We've still got to play with your name in this right. whole micro cinema thing. Mike wrote, this is, my name is Mike and you're in the row with the cinema and I will watch everybody do the aerobics. So that'll be my uh, interactive participation is that I will encourage people to to move and I'll, yes. 
I don't know if you'll break a sweat, but I think we will get people moving. <laughs> Sounds good. And it might even be moving. Also, you were saying earlier, choose your own video adventure. Jen yes. Proctor, who is your co-host, is doing that. That sounds exciting. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be uh, a lot of laser pointers, and uh, <laughs> we think we're going to have enough for everybody, but essentially we're going to have at least one, if not more than one, opportunity where the audience is going to help decide what direction we go as an audience together. And she's creating a sort of choose-your-own-adventure video uh, collection and actually drawing from a lot of footage with John Roos uh, skateboarding. Oh, okay. And, um, and there's going to be some other material in there as well. So that's going to be um, a way in which we really take take John Roos into into the screen. He goes, you know, <laughs> he breaks the, the extra dimension. Wow. And you're also premiering a video work yourself. That's correct. I uh, am going to be doing a premiere of a film, a video that I made for the Museum of Art, UMA, in collaboration with the Hatterberg Project in Detroit. And this stemmed out of a project from last year. And this was kind of the um, very belated delinquent um, child of the project. Uh, my project mm -hmm. ended up becoming a much more involved um, piece and took me an extra year and so they were very patient with me at the museum, mm. but I ended up building an interactive booth. And so there was an interactive component where I took this out to different events, including the last Shadow Art Fair, and collected video portraits with people interacting with this booth and seeing themselves in this environment. And then I ended up uh, working all those uh, video portraits of people, many of which who we know, uh, into different landscapes throughout Southeast Michigan, including the Heidelberg Project. So it was very much a, a piece inspired by and related to Tyree Guyton's uh, artwork and the Heidelberg Project in Detroit. Very cool. And that's debuting uh, tomorrow? That's correct. Very cool. And then it says here, more surprises in store. So what are those? Oh, wait, that's right. You can't tell me because they wouldn't be surprises. Yeah, there's there's going to be um, a couple <laughs> a couple projects that I won't go into too much detail, but there's going to be, um, there's sort of this new form, uh, you could call it interactive documentary. Uh, there's a platform called Cursacao, and it's um, essentially ways in which you can use sort of more of like a, a website platform to uh, navigate through content. And so we're going to be participating in a couple of these, you know, Cursacao platforms uh, as an audience and sort of looking at some different content in different ways. And so, you know, we're, we're not sure how exactly it's going to play out. That's really up to the audience to determine. Okay. Now, is that a single word, curse a cow, or are you actually going to curse a cow? Uh, single word, but I like where you're going with this. Mark. I think, yeah, I think that's, uh, I mean, I like cows. I've got nothing against them. They're good. They're good people, but just making sure. <laughs> well, in the, uh, one of the other things too, which was uh, really hard to resist was uh, screening Brian Boyce's film Interactive, which if you went to opening night of the Ann Arbor Film Festival this past uh, month, you would have seen Interactive help kick off this year's festival. And it's very short. It's very funny, tongue-in-cheek piece. And it really sort of helped set the tone. I thought it set the tone beautifully for this year's festival. And of course, with our theme being Interactive for Fuse, uh, I had to ask Brian if I could screen it again. So if you missed it at Ann Arbor Film Festival, you're going to get an opportunity to see it again. And if you already saw it, I think you're going to enjoy it uh, a second time. Cool. So this is all happening tomorrow at Roos Roast 
at their actual Roos Roast place, which is on Rosewood between Industrial and Packard. Roos is spelled R-O-O-S, if you need to look that up. It's from 6 to 10, I believe. And it's been said that the seating is limited to about 30 people. There may be some standing room room around. So this is smaller than the Michigan Theater, in other words. A little, little bit, bit smaller. Yeah. <laughs> Micro cinema, exactly. And it, we, might, we might be able to get up to 40 or 50 people. We'll find out. Yeah. So you just basically first come, first serve, show up, kind of like that? Exactly. exactly. Okay. And, and it's also, there is no admission. It's a free event. I will be encouraging people to pay what they think it's worth. There may be a hat. It may there be may be around. a hat. There may be some chocolates uh, enticing people <laughs> to, to contribute. But this is part of what interested me with doing this micro cinema. And this model was is very much being transparent about what it costs to, to run it and then also how much money people contribute and then where that money goes. And so we're giving half of the whatever's raised to the artists and then we're going to split it. So it could end up being $3 per artist and, you know, a little apologetic uh, message when I send them their $3 or it could end up being 30 or a hundred. I mean, who knows? Somebody mm-hmm. might decide to be very generous. Somebody could give a large amount of money helping sort of balance that out. And then the rest of that is being split between the venue and then the host, the cost of putting it on. So, you know, I predict I probably will have enough to like buy a drink that night, you know, at the after party. Um, but I really, I'm going to be publishing all of that on the the site. And that's very much to me, part of the story of the micro cinema is the costs and sort of the mechanisms of what it takes to put it on. And, you know, letting people see that, okay, nobody's probably going to get rich off this. <laughs> and yet this is what it takes to actually have events like this. And if you value them, then, you know, understand what it, what it takes to, to support that, to, to keep going. And what is the site? So people can uh, look that up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, on the spot here. <laughs> the site is fusecinema.tumblr.com. So at some point, uh, it will probably get its own dedicated site. But Ooh. right now it is a is a fancy Tumblr. FuseCinema.tumblr.com. FuseCinema.tumblr.com. Maybe you need a jingle to sing that. FuseCinema.tumblr.com. Tomorrow night we will come up with a jingle. The, the jingle. Yes. <laughs> Let's take a quick break here. And another song about food. This goes uh, a little further back from... Uh, from the Supremes. This is actually Carl Perkins. I didn't really find any food references to this, although um, there was no there were no cows being cursed in spite of curse a cow. But he's riding a hoss, so there, there's some uh, some level of enjoyment there. So here's uh, Carl Perkins, and he's going to go to the movies. Now let me take you to the movies, Meg, so I can hold your hand. Oh, it ain't that I don't like your house, it's just that doggone man. And I double bow behind the door and wait for Carl, I know. Oh, climb up on old Becky's back and let's ride to the picture show. I only see her once a week and that's when my work is through. I break new ground the whole week long with my mindset straight on you. And I polished up my old horse back and she looks good, I know. So climb up on old Becky's back and let's ride to the picture show. Now won't you let me take you to the show so I can hold your hand. Oh, it ain't that I don't like your house, it's just that doggone man. And I double bow behind the door, it waits for me, I know. 
So climb up on old Becky's back and let's ride to the picture show. The whole week long with my mind set straight on you And every time I try to smile my heart it breaks in two Oh, I slick myself a Saturday night Cause there's one thing I know I'm gonna take my Maggie dear to a western picture show Now won't you let me take you to the show so I can hold your hand Oh, it ain't that I don't like your house, it's just that doggone man And I double bow behind the door, Lord, he waits for me, I know. So climb up on old Becky's back and let's ride to the picture show. Thank you, Carl Perkins. And uh, you could ride your hoss over to uh, Roos Ross there. You can even probably hold hands. That's probably allowed, Donald? That is allowed. Okay. Holding hands is allowed. Not required, Not but required. allowed. Nope. It is interactive, but you don't have to do that. It's just an option. Optional, yes. So a uh, micro cinema tomorrow uh, from 6 to 10 p.m. at Roos Roast at 1155 Rosewood Street. And... Um, it's good to know that, that you can find a grassroots space where you can show cinema in Ann Arbor. It's a little tricky to find, isn't it, kind of? Yeah, there's there's not a lot of great places uh, beyond the Michigan Theater for uh, screening, for doing a lot of screenings. And so, you know, my hope is that uh, with this series, we'll be able to have more places that uh, are set up to do this kind of thing and that it's not just me. There's other people that could grab a projector, get a sound system, or hopefully have those things already in place and be able to screen films and, you know, really have that exchange, that dialogue, that discussion. I think there's a lot of people here in this community that are making videos and films and interactive projects. And so the more that we're seeing those happen and see places to do those, I think the more it encourages other people to start hosting them themselves. Very cool. Well, Donald Harrison, thank you for coming by the WCBN studios and talking about microcinema. It's an honor to be on Pandora's Lunchbox with you, Mike. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. And we will all curse a cow together. Uh, tomorrow, it's, it's at the Roos Roast Place at 1155 Roadswood Street from 6 to 10 p.m. Well, just wrapping th- things up here with a quick mention, a bunch of farmers markets are popping up like flowers here, there, and everywhere. The Ypsilanti Depot Town Market uh, gears up again for the year on Saturday, May 3rd from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., the Downtown Ypsilanti Farmer's Market's coming back Tuesday, May 6th, 2 to 6 p.m. The Dexter Farmer's Market starts up again on Saturday. Detroit's Eastern Market is year-round. The Chelsea Farmer's Market starts up again on Saturday. So all kinds of stuff happening. Look out for farmers and markets and, and cows to curse. This has been WCBN. I've been Mike. Thank you for listening. Arbel will help us to face the music with a bunch of beautiful Fats Waller music in just a moment. Let's wrap up with our own farmer's market here and Annie Ross. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Once there was a girl and she was right from the sticks. Thought she'd go out to the market one day. And hey, we should save the town. She was the toast, really the most. We don't want to boast, but... Scabs of lads would all surround a city Sicker sure what hound she walked in the marketplace What did she see? Crew cut and cute with a crazy goatee What a blend He was the end selling beans Dressed in his jeans What a buy She was heard to cry I 
I got beans out of bargain, little girl. Won't you step right up? Cast your eyes upon me where you will have no other care. There'll be no other worry there if you see the crazy pair. You'll have one they clean and cooked or crazy on the table. I got them fresh this very morning from the backyard and I picked them all myself. I hope that you will come along and buy with me because well, what I'm trying to say is they taste so good. They taste so very, very, very good. Take advantage of a bargain, come and buy some. We got string beans, snap beans, lima beans We got the very kind of beans that I would like to put right in your fresh burger Pretty baby, don't you see what I mean? They're the finest of beans, coolest of beans They're the best beans that you could find in this or any other marketplace What are you trying to prove with all your talk of beans? Yes, I know that they look crazy But they're just beans Only beans they will have to go Because of something you should know That though I think the beans are great Well you can leave them off my plate Because they're not my favorite dish Hey Let me say I Am not the guy Who's supposed to sell beans It's a mean To you Cause I Straight from New York to around the country with Wardo Gray and hey, We could sure say of the drums, he was the toast, relief the most. We don't want to boast, but all the crazy chicks were down him, all the crazy bands were down him. Then one day he met the one that made his head world. He met married the same little girl. What a blend. They are the end, they're real cool. House with a pool, crazy scenes play. Annie Ross, setting words to a Wardell Gray record. Thank you, Mike. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's 7 o'clock, time for Face the Music. We are now right at this moment initiating a 14-week series, that's my intention anyway, dedicated to the music, uh, the life and work of Thomas Wright Waller. That's Fats Waller. And we're going to open with his very first recording. That is his first phonograph record that he ever made. A piano solo cut in 1922. This is the Muscle Shoals Blues, named for a site in the state of Alabama, I believe. Fats Waller, 1922, Face the Music. (laughs) 